The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What's up, everyone? I hope that your day is going well. The snippet that you're about to hear comes from the Sixers Daily Podcast with Jazz Kang. You can head over to SB Nation's Liberty Ballers podcast feed to listen to the entire episode. Check out the link in the podcast description below. All right, welcome to a new episode of Sixers Daily. I'm your host, Jazz Kang. Before we jump into things, don't forget, subscribe to the Liberty Ballers Podcast Network. You can catch us wherever you get your fix. Always appreciate a five-star review as well. And also don't forget, check us out at libertyballers.com. Been a little quiet in Sixers land lately, but that's going to pick up once we get through the NBA Finals. Philly does have the number 23 pick in the NBA draft. Joining me to talk a little bit about the team in general. We'll have some Eagles talk as well. He used to contribute to Liberty Ballers, now the managing editor of the machine that we have is SB Nation of Bleeding Green Nation, Mr. Brandon Lee Gettin, better known as BLG. Brandon, how you doing, my man? Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. I think it's been about 10 years since I was really doing things uh, mainstream, like full focus uh, on Liberty Ballers, only a part-time contributor there. But wow, it's crazy for me to look back and think it's been that much time, but uh, always happy to be here back at Liberty Ballers. Looking at this Eagle squad, obviously surpassed expectations last season. Jalen Hurts came in. They made they made it to the playoffs lost in the in, in the opener but looking at this squad now made a ton of moves over the offseason but in Hassan Reddick who's, who's a, a great pass rusher although in my opinion a little bit overpaid um did did convince Fletcher Cox to to take a pay cut and then you're looking at the rest of the squad AJ Brown coming in from the Titans one of the best receivers in the game joining Devontae Smith who I know you have a I'm not going to mention the word for but uh well when you look at this this Eagle squad and you look at the moves how he rose to make Nick Sirianni obviously in in charge there in terms of being the head coach when you look at this squad and, and training camp still a couple of months away, how do you grade the Eagles offseason for what they did leading up to week one? Yeah, I think it's like an A, like even A, uh, A minus. It's in that territory. It's hard to hate too much of what they did. I point to the Fletcher Cox re-signing, giving him $14 million as an obvious unforced error and misstep. Um, I think re-signing Derek Barnett wasn't the greatest thing. I know the money isn't a lot, but still, I just don't love that move. Um, but if we kind of look at those two things as the worst things, and then we look at, okay, they got Jordan Davis, they got an extra first round pick 
next year from the Saints. Oh, and, and also a second in 2024 as well. Um, uh, Nicobe Dean, they got him on day three. They added A.J. Brown, one of the best receivers, arguably a top 10 receiver in the NFL. Uh, I have to give it to Howie. Thought he had a really good offseason. He improved the team in a number of ways. You're never going to have a perfect roster. So, yes, they still have a hole, an obvious hole, or two of them at safety. Um, but, you know, they, they have some guys there that might be able to step up and might be able to get by with that. And if the pass rush, which should be improved when you're adding Hassan Reddick in there, um, I, I do think, you know, that make, could make life easier on the back end a little bit. And obviously the corners are pretty good with Darius Slay and now James Bradbury here as well. So all around, you know, Harry Roseman, uh, has gotten a lot of criticism and a lot of it has been deserved, but I think he's done some of his best work when people have been criticizing him as opposed to the other way around. So uh, kudos to Howie and kudos to the Eagles front office for making a lot of this happen. Well, when you look at the, at the Devonte Smith, AJ Brown dynamic, obviously, like you mentioned, AJ Brown, one of the, one of the best receivers in the game and Devonte Smith showed a ton in, in, in his rookie year. When, when you look at, at, those two together are you worried at all about some dynamic that might affect Devonte smith's development having aj brown there are you pretty confident this this is going to work out i'm pretty confident and obviously maybe <laughs> i'm extremely biased towards Devonte smith as you alluded to but um <laughs> i mean just it's one day of ota practice but just already you know Devonte smith looked really good and just in sync with jalen hurts whereas aj brown and uh, uh, Jalen Hurts weren't quite on the same page. And again, I don't, that's not like a, a cause for alarm. It's the first OTA practice. Um, you know, those guys have a lot of off season still to work on their chemistry and timing and everything. And it was only like an hour of practice anyway. So that's a small sample, but uh, I, I do think Devontae Smith is going to be really good. I think he is being underrated. I forget the number. I think it was something like 38 players were targeted more than Devontae Smith last year in the NFL. And that just doesn't make any sense to me because he is a really good player. I always like to bring up how, not really like to, but I do bring up how he didn't even have a target really in the first half of that Bucks game uh, in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It was until like, like less than two minutes remaining in the first half. Like that's insane. Like what are the Eagles doing? They clearly didn't force feed him the ball enough. I hope they kind of learn from that. I think A.J. Brown being here will, you know, kind of take some of the better corners off of Devontae Smith at times. And if not, if they're going to keep the better corners on Devontae, then great. A.J. Brown's going to have some big opportunities. So uh, I, I expect big things out of both of those guys. It'll be interesting to see, like, the bigger question here is, you know, how is this offensive philosophy going to change? Because we saw last year Eagles' heaviest passing team in the league until they had to pivot to being the heaviest run team after they realized the passing wasn't really working for them. I don't think they want to be a a run the football team all the time. Uh, Ideally, I do think they want to see Jalen Hurts kind of prove that he can kind of lead this team with his arm more, especially with a potential contract extension looming for him down the road. So it's going to be a big test for Jalen Hurts and if he can kind of handle that extra responsibility. Yeah, I want to jump into him next. Like you, you look at him and I'm a, I'm a 49ers fan. So I've had to go through the Jimmy Garoppolo experience, which is both tons of highs <laughs> and a tons of lows. Although again, a Super Bowl appearance and an NFC championship can't complain about that in the bigger picture, but you can, if your team has a one in 27 years. So looking at, at Jalen hurts, uh, you mentioned him had a, had a good year last, last season, 16 touchdowns, uh, just nine picks completed over 60% of his passes. But again, a lot of inconsistency there. Now he has the weapons, right? You mentioned A.J. Brown. We talk about Devontae Smith. They got Dallas Goddard. All these guys there that are going to make his life easier. But when you look at what you've seen from him over his first couple of seasons in the league, 
are you confident he could be the guy to lead the Eagles on a deep postseason run? I'm really not yet because I mean, I, I always boil it down to this. So maybe if you've, if you listener, if you've ever heard me say this before, sorry for being repetitive, but my thing with him is like, who were the good quarterbacks slash good teams he's beaten? Because I think you point to like Matt Ryan or Teddy Bridgewater being like the, the best quarterbacks he beat last year. The Saints were nearly a playoff team, but they were starting Trevor Simeon when he played them. <laughs> like, yeah. like he has not gone out. And I know quarterbacks don't play each other directly. It doesn't work like that, but still like he has not gone up against the top quarterback and outperformed that player. And specifically, just let's just, just take it in the context of the division. Like when he's gone up against the Cowboys, the Eagles' biggest rival, he's gotten blown out both times. And that's pretty bad. And that's pretty annoying for Eagles fans. So I just think he needs to prove that before I can believe he's going to go out there and do that. And look, I like Jalen Hurts. I really do. I, I'm skeptical about him. Absolutely. That does not mean I hate him. I like him. I think he's very likable, rootable. He's all the intangibles. I just kind of question like if he has the passing ability, uh, at the, the ability to do that at a high level to be that kind of franchise guy. And I hope he does. I hope he kind of proves me wrong and he works out. But I'm not going to just believe it until I see it. Where do you think he has to take the biggest step in his game, BLG, when you look at his development and in order to maybe answer those questions like for people like you and, and, and plenty of others out there who are like, we got to see more from him. And where, where do you look at the one aspect of his game he really needs to improve in order for him to take the next step in his career? So the past two years, he's held the ball longer than any quarterback. And I think some of that is you know, he's obviously blessed with the athleticism and mobility to kind of make plays with his legs. So naturally there's, he's not, he's never going to have the fastest release in the NFL and that's fine. He doesn't have to be that, but he has to be somewhere above the slowest release in the NFL. Cause I think some of that is a product of not seeing the field well and not processing quickly and not making good decisions. And now Jalen Hurts has talked about how he's been in different offensive systems, which I don't love him making that comment, like let other people make the excuses for you, but whatever. Um, there's some validity to it. And uh, maybe there is something to him kind of being more comfortable in this offense year two of being with Nick Sirianni and Shane Steichen and figuring things out. I think I saw some of that in the OTA practice that Eagles had last week. He was kind of making some quicker decisions, which is encouraging to see. But, you know, he really hasn't utilized the middle of the field, which is a problem. Like It's a big area of the field and he just hasn't really been able to kind of do that yet. So. I think kind of being able to make those quicker decisions, that's going to be key for him. Again, it does not have to have the fastest release in the league, but it has to go from like bottom of the league to somewhere above that. And I think that'll go a long way in uh, improving his game. Thank you so much for listening. Like I mentioned before, you can head over to SB Nation's Liberty Ballers podcast feed to listen to the entire episode. Check out the link in the podcast description below.